With just 10 months to go until Rugby World Cup 2023 kicks off, the Welsh have wound up the coaching merry-go-round and the knock-on effects of that could be felt here by the NZR more than anywhere else. When Wayne Pivak was relieved of his duties as the coach of Wales, it was entirely predictable. A record that including losing to Georgia, Italy and an understrength Wallaby side at the Millennium Stadium in the last 10 months was always going to end one way. End of stage left, Warren Gatland, Pivak's predecessor, released from his contract at the Chiefs to resume a role that the Welsh Union should probably never have taken away from him. So far, so good, unless you're running English rugby. It had been widely speculated that Gatland was a serious contender for the England job off the back of his Lions records. And by pulling the trigger early, the Welsh Union left England in an unenviable position. They also had an underperforming coach in Eddie Jones with just five wins in his last 12 matches and whispers that he had lost the dressing room. Gatlin taking the Wales job left them with one less option and most English commentators on the game over there think Steve Borthwick is a step backwards, a one-dimensional coach using outdated tactics. So where to for England? This is where things get interesting for the rugby union here. At the end of the last Rugby World Cup, they found themselves with a lack of options, much like England are now. Dave Rennie, Tony Brown, Jamie Joseph and other options were already spoken for. Can they risk being placed in the same position again, especially now that leading candidate Scott Robertson is being flirted with by the powers that be at Twickenham, and if Georgia Robinson of the Sydney Morning Herald is to be believed, the Australian Rugby Union? Mark Robinson and the board of NZR need to make a decision now on who takes the All Blacks from 2024. Announce it and let everyone get on with their jobs or they could be dining on leftovers again.